the Secrets of the Self-Made podcast, where lifelong learners share their proven formula to achieving what they desire most. These are the students of Self-Made You, who have invested in a higher education that is arguably more important than any other subject. They have mastered self to overcome obstacles and create what they once thought impossible. Now it's your turn to learn and listen from the student who has become the teacher. Class is now in session. Welcome back to the Secrets of the Self-Made. Today I have Rhonda Pakala with me. And Rhonda and I are actually kind of neighbors. We live in the same community, as crazy as that seems. So welcome, my dear. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing well. Good, good. Okay, so we're just going to jump right in. I love using a little icebreaker for as a way for people to kind of get to know you. And I like talking about, because I know you through the education of Self-Made You or mm -hmm. being a student at Self-Made You. So I like to get to know you back in the day, like through your other educational type memories. So tell me, were you in any sports when you were in uh, junior high or high school? Yeah, well, that's interesting because I, I, I was, I grew up in a really small town and so um, there wasn't a lot to do. So yeah, I played all the sports and if it was offered, I played it. I wasn't terribly good at it. Um, most of the time, probably a bench warmer, but I was out for every sport and I participated in every sport. So I did them all that we offered. So basketball, volleyball, track. I also found track was not really my deal. So I decided to be the track manager because then I got to go to all the track meets, but I didn't actually have to do a lot of the work that all the athletes had to do. So awesome. that, did that's you my have favorite. Um, I actually liked playing basketball. I actually had fun playing basketball. Again, I wasn't that good, but I liked to play. It was fun. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So cool. I think that being in a sport growing up, I mean, yes, it's, it, the competitive side of it is awesome, but there is just so many other lessons to be learned from yeah. being on a team. And um, we really encouraged our kids to at least try, you know, yep. all yep. of the sports and in an informal sort of way. And then they kind of found those ones that they were yep. a little bit better at. And those were the ones that we yeah. And, and then you'll have one kid who just really wants to do all of them. And in this day and day and age, you just can't do all of them. It's it's not like it was when we were younger. But, you know, you have the one who's like, no, I want to do all of them. And I'm like, you don't have time. You can't. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah it's, it's crazy. Different times. Yeah, for sure. So, OK, speaking of today, tell us a little bit about yourself. So um, I grew up in Kansas in a really small town, about 650 people. So I had 20 people in my graduating class, So, I, which is not your smallest graduating class. I've listened to someone before me had, I think, 18. So usually I set the record and I'm not this time. So that was kind of sad. But yeah, so I had 20 people in my graduating class, um, moved to Minnesota um, uh, probably a couple of years after I graduated college. My husband is from here. So we ended up moving up here and we've been here ever since. So I think we're going on about 30 years. Yeah, it'll be 30 years this year of, be, of being a Minnesotan. So I think it's officially home now, I think. So yeah. after 30 years, you can call it home. So yeah, yeah, that's so funny. I didn't know that about you. So yeah. we live in the same community and we actually have kind of parallel 
Yeah, that was we do and some common friends and things like beforehand. So yeah. So yeah, I ended up here. I, I went to school for accounting. And so, um, you know, I work full time. I always have I've got three kids, um, been married for uh, just 30 years last month. So we've been doing the marriage thing for quite some time. And uh, the kids are almost all out of the house. I've got my last one in college. She's going to be a senior next year. So um, that's, I think, when we will officially be empty nesters. Um, she can still come home right now because she's in college. So, but yeah. we're we're getting close. So, yeah, that's amazing. Wow, congratulations! Because that is no small feat. Like no. when when I get asked about my biggest accomplishments, it really, truly is raising my two children. Yeah. And hearing hearing what people say about them as like as they become adults. And when you hear someone tell me when someone will tell me they're a hard worker or, you know, that, you know, that they're just, they, you know, a good conversationalist or whatever it is they say. When you hear things like that about your kids, it, it is that's just kind of a whole nother level of, of feeling like you've really accomplished something. So, yeah. Amen. Totally agree. So tell me what attracted you to self-made you. I'm so glad that you are one of our star students. You definitely bring a lot to the table. How did that all come to be? Um, you know, I don't even remember who first invited me into the student union. I, and again, I think you and I have had some common friends along the way here. And somewhere along the line, someone invited me in and I was like, what is this craziness? And why, what am I in here for? And, and so, you know, it would kind of keep popping up and I would watch, you know, short little videos or I'd see little posts and I would just think, oh, that's interesting, but not really do anything about it. And then um, I... Then I also start thinking to myself that there's a reason kind of things pop into your life and when you start seeing them. And so then I'm looking at it and then I'm seeing more people I know and I'm seeing some really cool success stories. And so I start looking into it a little more and it just kind of grew from that just a little bit at a time and um, decided to take the leap um, on, you know, I think what was called stop overeating at, at that time uh, mm -hmm. because I was, I've always been looking for that, you know, that weight loss miracle that has seemed to have eluded me for years and years and years. So um, I, I was ready to try something different. And this really had that different feel. I, I felt like I had done done all of the things before to try and lose weight. I, I felt like I could write books on calories in, calories out and, and could never understand why I couldn't actually lose weight. So um, so it was it was just in the right place at the right time. And, and uh, uh, so, yeah, I kind of, kind of took a leap and, and started the program. Uh, I think March of 2021 is when I started. I don't know with COVID everything is, yeah, I think that's when it was. So a little over a year ago. So yeah, that's, so that's kind of how I got into it again. I don't remember who invited me, but that's, that's how it all started. And uh, I just felt like I needed to try something different. Okay. So tell us about what was the difference. You've obviously been with us over a year. So yeah. tell us the difference. Well, like I said, I felt like I could, I could write, write the books on the calories in calories out. I'd, I'd done all the things to try and I would lose 20 pounds and, and gain 30 and then do it again and do it again. And so it just wasn't working. And so I think the very first day, um, you know, you said something to the effect of, you know, it's not your fault. You, you didn't know, you don't, you don't know all the things. And then I realized that calories in and calories out is, it matters, but it was also about 
you know, how I was eating and when I was eating. And that was not something I had ever considered. I was fully in the camp of, I have to eat five or six small meals a day. And, and so this was like something totally different and just the way it changed how I felt and um, like the, the energy level, my clear brain, all of those things like happened just so fast and it was just so different. So um, that, that's just something that's, that's what I think has been the big difference in the weight loss part of it. So, yeah. yeah. Any concepts that you learned that you find yourself today applying? Yeah. Yeah. I, I swear it's some, I have like mental bumper stickers and I just kind of like flash <laughs> them up in front of me on a daily basis. And so uh, I, there's a lot of them that I kind of repeat over and over and over again. You know, one is the, is that even true? Cause I, I, you have a lot of mental talk and I'm finding I'm not needing that one as much, which is kind of interesting how that has shifted, how in my head, um, you know, I would always have these thoughts and I find myself not have, having to ask myself that question as much anymore. So I think that in itself is some progress because I'm, I'm, my thoughts are calmer on the front side. Um, mm -hmm. I think the big one for me really in this last few months too, has just been the gap versus the game. Stop looking at how far you have to go and start looking at how far you've come. Right. Um, I, I don't, the end goal is, I don't know, maybe there really isn't an end goal because I think it's just constantly evolving and constantly moving and that's okay. But if, if you also look back at to, to where I've come and, and I say this all the time, like what I've been doing for 14 months, I, in my past, I never did anything for 14 months other than hold down a job. I, I would quit almost everything way before then. So that's been a big difference is, is really, really focusing on how far I've come. And then the other thing is data. You know, I'm an accountant for Pete's sake. So I love numbers. And that was probably always the thing that frustrated me is I was like, why can't I do this? It's, it's so simple and I should be able to do it. Um, and so it's still focusing on numbers and focusing on data, but I, I am able to pull a lot of the drama out of it by focusing mm -hmm. on the data. And now I'm focusing on the right data. And that mm -hmm. is what has made this different. So mm -hmm. um, losing some of the drama and those numbers is has been helpful for sure. So, yeah, I think having an understanding of the science behind things that allows you to really understand what the number means, because if mm -hmm. you don't understand the science behind um, you know, how your body holds on to water and how muscle weighs more than fat, then when you step on a scale and you see the scale go up two pounds, the story, the narrative is going to be really dramatic. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be science-based. It's going to mm -hmm. be drama-based. And so we help you with that understanding on the front end so that when you're looking at data, which a lot of people don't ever look at data, but for an accountant, like you said, I actually like numbers, mm -hmm. but there's still a new story, a new way of applying those right. numbers and analyzing right. those numbers. And um, so that we know, of course, it's one of our four basics. We teach people how to solve the mind math. That is something else that you mentioned, you know, mm -hmm. really asking yourself, is that thought that I'm operating from, is that even true? Like, mm -hmm. and I mean, kudos to you to recognize when you're even having a thought that generates a feeling and then to question that is huge. And then to recognize it kind of gets meta here, but the fact that you're recognizing how 
less often you have to do the questioning. You're not even, there's like, there is no like genesis of the primitive thought because you've questioned it enough that now you have a new belief. The Mm -hmm. default thought is something different that you, that actually makes you feel, you know, satisfied or neutral or hopefully something even better than that, that doesn't prompt you to ask the question. So, man, it is, it is funny to be able to look back and then notice the things that you aren't doing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Cause I, it it has been that it's like, I I think so often how, how much I asked myself that or, or the, one of the others was just like, would you say that to your daughter? Would you say that to your Mm -hmm. friend? And I, I don't even ask myself that much that as much anymore because I'm not doing those. I'm not having those same kind of thoughts. I still do, but not as much, Mm -hmm. certainly not as much. So, yeah. And that has made it just kind of everything kind of just more calm and more steady and, and balanced. And I, I, it's, that's the word that I feel like my describes my life a little more now it's calm. It's, it's centered and it's balanced. So, yeah. And when you're feeling that way, you show up, doing things different. Mm -hmm. You show up in a different way. The response that you have to things looks entirely different than when you're feeling panicked or defeated or, you know, whatever else, you know, a lot of these clients come into our program feeling like that hopeless. Yep. Right. It's like, you show up in a totally different way. So many people say, just tell me what to do. Just give me the script. Just give me the boxes so I can check it. And I could do that, but it's going to create an immediate change. It's not going to create a sustainable change. If you don't understand the origin of why you weren't taking the the correct actions to begin with, or why you're taking actions that actually move you further away from what it is that you want to achieve you have to understand that. So it is a process of educating you on your mental and emotional health so that you can make sense of it. Just like, you know, the other science, the metabolic science that we teach, we teach it for a reason so that you can make sense of it. So that it's not just checking of the boxes. Yep. And and I started this program asking for all the all the boxes to check. Like I, I know my mentor was probably like the first month was just like, okay, stop already with the, what should I do next? Cause that, that was me. It was just like, I just wanted a list of things to do. That's what I wanted to do. And that's what I was used to. And so this, it was a, it was a real change to do that. So uh, to, to have a different approach to that is to, to not just have it, you know, action upon action upon action. It was more about you know, taking it back to the beginning and figuring out, you know, how, you know, how and why we got here. So, yep. And then from there, managing your mind with, mm-hmm. with an intentional effort. Mm-hmm. So, so tell us what, what are the differences? Do you have stats to share? I love the fact, I mean, the one stat that I've heard before is how long you've stuck with this and how meaningful that is to you. I love that stat. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm on, I'm on, you know, like around 14 months um, in the program and, um, and I haven't lost all the weight I want to lose. I want to lose more, but I've lost 40 pounds and I've never, never lost 40 pounds and I've never, ever kept 20 pounds off for a year ever. So so those are, you know, just in terms of the weight loss thing, that's huge. And then beyond that, you know, and, and everybody in this program always talks about all, 
all the stuff that came after, you know, that's really not weight loss related is just, is just what I talked about before. It's just how calm I feel. I feel calm. I feel balanced. Um, things that, you know, in the past might've had me spiraling about what someone said or did or didn't do or didn't say, um, all of a sudden I have just, a, it, it's just a, it's a much more balanced and kind of thoughtful, more reflective approach to kind of things that happen to me or, you know, or that just happen, not necessarily even to me. They're just things that happen. Yep. But my approach and, and how I, how I respond to it is so different. So, um, and that is just, it's just brought me peace. So that's, that's what I would say. I, I just have such a more peaceful kind of aura right now than I've ever had. Yeah. What and a- I'm busier than ever at work. I'm, I, you know, I, there, I have all the reasons in the world to be more stressed, you know, and, and my kids are trying to get their new job started and all these things. So there's all the reason in the world that I could still be super stressed and spiraling, but I'm not. So yeah, that's huge. Yeah. That's amazing. And what a beautiful way to live your life. Right. It's yes. like, I, I say this all the time in, about, you know, we only experience life through our feelings. So knowing, being able to articulate what it is that you're feeling and to articulate, articulate it with accuracy is very important because if you're just throwing out like, you know, loosey goosey, I'm so overwhelmed, I'm so stressed, you know, or any of those unwanted feelings, if that's not actually even what you're feeling, like it's very easy to let language influence our behavior. And so mm-hmm. for that reason alone, I highly recommend being accurate um, and 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 then just witnessing this is me feeling, if you are indeed feeling stress, not trying to run away from it, not right. trying to um, suppress it or numb it, just allow yourself to feel it. And one of one of the words that I I know that I have overused in my life is overwhelm, and everything overwhelmed me. This overwhelmed me, and that overwhelmed me, and that this year. And we we talk a lot about that word, and so that has been really meaningful to me because that word is kind of coming out of my vocabulary. You know, it's just like I'm not because there's always something more to it if if you're feeling overwhelmed. So that that's just one like. I, I haven't said, said that word in a while in describing how I was feeling. And so that, that, that again is kind of something that, that kind of, you know, shifts over time and you can look back and go, I used to say that all the time, work, home, whatever, you know, feeling overwhelmed. So, yeah. So it's no coincidence that you would experience a more peaceful way of Mm -hmm. living when that has been taken out of your vocabulary. Yep. Yeah. Fascinating. So when you hear me say that you are a beautiful example of what it means to be self-made, what does that mean to you? Or what, what's the thought that comes to mind? So I, you know, it's funny because I, I initially in my whole life have kind of always just been, and we've talked about this, that imposter syndrome. And I'm like, not me, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm just kind of faking it till I make it and stuff like that. But what I've kind of learned more recently is that um, I, I've always just been thinking of all the things that I'm not mm-hmm. instead of the things that I am. And so I guess now I've more, more, if I do think about the things that I'm not, I just think of that I'm not that yet. And like, mm-hmm. I'm on my way there and I, I've got, you know, a great marriage and a great family, a great job, 
you know, employees that work for me that I love and a team of people that are great. Um, but I just also think it's it, everything is a progression. And I think instead of it's not so much the imposter system, the imposter syndrome, I just am more aware of the fact that I'm just going somewhere and I'm not there yet. And I probably, I don't know where that is. And there's probably no end like finish line where I go across. And so it's just, it's such a progression. And so I, I have a great appreciation for where I am right now because I do feel like I have come so far mm -hmm. and I, I love sharing it with people and I love talking about it. And I also know that I've got, there's just lots of room out there to go too. Like there's, there's so much opportunity and so much, so much in front of me that I can still do. So there is part of me that says I'm not there yet, but it's because I'm just, there's just a lot out there. There's a, yeah. there's a lot more I can do. So there's, there's not just a final destination where I'm going to go. That's it. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much honesty in the way that you posture yourself. I love it. It's, and there's just so many, so many truths that um, I I absolutely believe in, and that we share. And I don't think that this is a race. I don't think life is, you know, that there's this finish line, and that once you get to the finish line, then you get to wear this identity of, you know, what it was that you at some point really deeply desired it's mm -hmm. that's not it it's you're you're in this constant evolution of right coming yep and when you have that belief when that is what you operate from foundationally you will feel the peace that you're experiencing which mm -hmm. then has you showing up in a way that you're curious you look for new opportunities. You don't do it with that from that panicked place, right? You do it from a very kind of methodical, what is it that you know I want? Like, is this a decision that I want to make that's actually going to be good for me versus being super knee-jerk and reactive? Like that is what I feel like, you know, taking the responsibility for the way that you're thinking, for the way that you're feeling, so that you show up and live this much more full life, robust life. I, I mean, you couldn't be a better example of what it means to be self-made. And I so appreciate well, thank you. Your transparency is just, is so valuable. So I, I really appreciate you um, offering that up to our listeners. So thank anything you. else that you want to share? No, I just, I, I'm, I'm a big believer that kind of that all, everything that we go through, good or bad or whatever, tears, smiles, it's, it's all there for a reason. It's all there to teach you something and, and to get you to the next thing. And, and so I think all of this, even, I, I would say even my, you know, probably 14 attempts at weight loss were all part of the journey I was supposed to take too. So that's okay. You know, I, I might've seen it as a failure, but it's, it's all, it's all tuition that I've paid over the years, you know, things I've learned. So I think, I think it all gets you right where you're supposed to be. So yeah. um, I'm, I'm super happy with where I am. And I, and again, I just, I look back at how I felt, you know, 15 months ago and it's, it's a different, it's such a different vibe. So it is, it is great to feel this way. So thank you for all of your help as well. My pleasure. My pleasure. I learned so much from our students in particular, the ones who are so honest and vulnerable and transparent. And um, I, yeah, we speak the same language using the word tuition. 
I stole that from my boss. I have to be honest. He says that all the time. When when we have a mistake or something goes sideways, he always goes, it's just tuition. Yeah. It's just I, my situation. So yeah, I love yeah. it. You know, it's like you can e either you can look at it as what's the lesson in this. I mm -hmm. love that and really kind of get curious about it. You can also look at it as, you know, however that experience is making you feel is actually the gift of contrast. So yep. had you not had the other experiences with weight loss programs, you wouldn't be able to talk about the significance and the way yep. you feel about this program. Yep, you're you're absolutely right. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. And I and I think about that, that contrast thing a lot, too, is just how much you in, you get to enjoy these things so much and and some of that is because you've experienced the other and that's just it's all part of part of what we're doing here so yeah yeah amen all right anything else uh no i at this point in the program i think you get to tell me what sports you were involved in in high school i i, I told you all my dirty secrets even though there are no photos of us doing this i i, I am glad we live in the age of uh, lived in the age of no cell phones when we were in high school but but you got to tell me what what was your big sport in high school yeah it was um it was volleyball in in middle school i went to a really big high school and okay it was extremely competitive so after i got out of middle school, I actually couldn't compete at the level that, you know, <laughs> that would have been me too. <laughs> Probably not even the C or D team. So yeah, um, it was the extent of my, um, of my competitive or um, sports career. And it ended at middle school. Yeah. But here's the ironic part that I have always had like this deep passion to inspire people, go figure, right? Um, it's just, it is like in my blood. I love cheering people on to this day. I love going to high school sports. It doesn't matter if I even know anybody playing or not. I just love the competitiveness of it. Um, and, and watching people perform and like getting that personal satisfaction is just something yep. that I, I really am drawn to. And when I got into college, I ended up going to a junior college my first year and they were looking for cheerleaders for the basketball team. And I was there like, there you go. I'll try. <laughs> You're like, that's right up my alley. Yes. Yeah. So I went from like zero sports in high school to becoming a college, and I'm air quoting here, a college cheerleader. And my husband, that's where we actually met. And so we both have this little giggle when I talk about my college cheerleading days. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. That That's a good story. I like that. So, again, right where you were supposed to be when you were supposed to be there. So Yep, exactly. Exactly. Well, Rhonda, thank you so much for sharing your story, sharing your wealth of information and your knowledge. I so appreciate it. Um, and for those of you who are listening, if you're somebody who is maybe watching in the student union thinking, what is this weird thing? <laughs> I encourage you to engage, like really get curious about how you might learn something about yourself that might be so profound that it moves the needle, that you actually see different results. I want you to take that, you know, take take the play, the playbook from Rhonda and, you know, have the courage to just check it out because 
I promise you, it's not what you think. It is not a checklist of boxes. It is learning about yourself, how you've created the experiences that you've that you are currently having. And then we like reverse engineer that so that you can create any experience, any result that you want for yourself. So um, I'm so glad that you said that, Rhonda, because I'm sure that we have a lot of people sitting on the sidelines and yeah. just kind of watching. And I want to encourage if that's you, like step up, really step up. We're just going to keep using all the sports analogies. Step up to the plate. <laughs> there you go. Get sports people. Yeah. 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 So thank you, Rhonda. And if you um, come back next week, we will have some more secrets from the self made. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. you are ready to overcome your biggest obstacles and create what you once thought impossible, I want to invite you to join the Self-Made Mind and Body Program, where you will learn how to master yourself. It's the only thing that stands in the way of what you want most. Learn more at www.self-made and the letter u.com.